Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 149 of Buds and Blue Jays. It is Sunday, December 10th, and Riley, we do not have some great news today here. This is an emergency episode, if you will, and let's get to it right away because Shohei Otani has made his decision, and we have been talking about it for weeks now, and ultimately, he ends up where we think he always was going to end up, and that is in Dodger Blue as Shohei Otani officially to the Los Angeles Dodgers for 10 years, $700 million. Yes, $700 million for Shohei Otani. Riley, uh, I'm a little heartbroken, but let's just get right into it. Cut around the bush. What's your instant reaction after hearing Otani to the Dodgers? First reaction is, first of all, what are, we're getting into the roller coaster of, which was Friday and um, mm-hmm. and then him going to Los Angeles and signing. Jesse, as if you follow along, you know, on Spotify, YouTube, whatever, if you've been watching, listening, you know my take. Like, I really wasn't too invested in this, to be honest, until it came to Friday, right? I, I probably played it a little more cool um, streaming than I actually felt, right? Like, I mean, it's Shohei Otani. He's the best player in his, uh, in his sport right now. And... Like when you see these things on Twitter and you see the possibilities and the likelihood kind of start to become, it start, you know, it stops uh, to become real. It's a reality. It starts to feel real, right? It's not a dream anymore. Like we could do this. Mm -hmm. We could acquire Shohei Otani and it could really, really increase our chances in uh, like winning the, the division, winning, you know, key baseball games in the playoffs and then going to, Basically, to the promised lands is kind of if you were to draw it up in a perfect world. I know that there's eight other guys on the on the diamond with them, but um, when you factor in how good Shohei is and has been, I mean, and what he's gonna do, I mean, let's let's be honest, seven hundred million over ten years—that's an insane contract. But with every I, I think it is. I think you know you're not just paying him to put up numbers like. I don't think the Los Angeles Dodgers have ever had prob- a problem putting people in the seats there. I think we know this, but they just made a, you know, successful franchise. I will call the Dodgers a very successful franchise. They just, they, <laughs> yep. they, they, they just like skyrocketed their, their value, their worth, their, their, you know, easily like you, you make that addition. You're the best baseball team now. I mean, the Dodgers arguably a top five team, I think, um, yesterday, um, they they made themselves the top of the chart, and I think it's a no-brainer. Jesse, they're favorites to win the World Series now um, with one move. And uh, I, I think that, uh, yeah, Jesse, it's probably worth every penny. The Blue Jays missed out on them. Don't hit the panic button, though, folks. It is one player. Um, yep. There is a recipe out there where we can still win and play really good baseball without him. But of course, he would have been. He's a, he would be a big addition to any ball club. Um, sadly, we announce here we're here on Sunday, and uh, he is not a Toronto Blue Jay. He is in fact a Los Angeles Dodgers uh, moving across the city. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Shohei always was going to be a Dodger. The Dodger was targeting um, this free agency list. In fact, um, people have known for a long time that Shohei Otani was probably going to be a Dodger. Like, it makes a lot of sense that he ends up here. And you were right, Riley. Like, one player does not build your roster, right? And no matter how good Shohei Otani is, it's not like hockey or basketball where you can guarantee your best player has control of the puck or ball at all times. In baseball, it really is a team effort. But let me tell you, it is a hell of a lot easier if you can get the reigning AL MVP, the two-time MVP, and join him with a lineup who has two other MVP caliber players on it. Um, 
look, I feel a little heartbroken to me. I feel like a kid who's just got kicked in the nuts a little bit here. It, it does sting a little bit as I, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who really did get our hopes up thinking that Shohei Otani was here. I was ready, Riley, to buy that Otani Blue Jays jersey. I had the credit card out. I was ready to go. Ultimately, I guess it will save me a couple hundred bucks here, but uh, I was really dead certain about it here. Um, anything else you want to say that before we get into the fiasco that happened on Friday night? Jesse, we lived the timeline and I haven't explored back to it. Let's relive, um, you know, the events basically leading up to this because it was a hell of a day, man. And I know a lot, probably a lot of our, our listeners lived through it too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Jesse, you have all the times and in, in, the, in the tweets and all and what went on, man, because it just felt at one point like it was just a crazy day. Just a crazy right. day. Well, let's start. Let's flash back to Friday. And I guess let's go back to Thursday night. Thursday night, there was a tweet about a private plane that was set to being take off from John Wayne Airport um, that was heading to Toronto on early Thursday morning or early Friday morning. This tweet came out on Thursday night. Uh, Jim Bowden of The Athletic to help push this narrative to a larger audience. And Riley, I know you're not the biggest basketball fan, but the Kawhi Leonard, when he was here in Toronto with the Toronto Raptors and he was becoming a free agent, we were watching his flights too. And he had a flight allegedly that was coming back to Toronto and we were watching him. I'm going to take you back to like the early 2000s, Riley. Um, Cliff Lee, when he was a free agent, uh, people thought he was going to go sign with the Yankees because people were tracking a flight with him going to New York. Well, turns out that didn't matter. He signed with the Philadelphia Phillies. And it turns out this plane wasn't carrying Shohei Otani either, but Riley, it did get a ton of fanfare. In fact, there were t-shirts that were being made about this here. In fact, you can buy one right now if you'd like, and I'll put it up on screen here for those of you who are watching. You can buy the shirt that says the N16RH, and it's got the airports, the SNA from the Anaheim airport to the YYZ airport if you wanted to buy one. This was the most tracked plane in the world with over 4,000 people watching it, and we didn't really know at the time who was in it, what was going on, and what was going to happen but Ren Riley, Wednesday or Friday morning happened, and at 8:39 a.m., we got started with a bang as John Paul Morosi tweets this. He said, "Quote: Sources: Shohei Otani's decision is imminent and possibly as early as today." So this was on Friday morning. This got everything started here because we knew Otani was probably going to decide before Sunday. So this got everyone in a mood. We were like, "Okay." There's baseball news coming today, right? It's going to happen. What was your, if you remember, take you back to Friday morning when you first saw this, Riley, what was your first thoughts? At this point, um, I was not in, I was not leaning towards a Blue Jay or Dodgers. I was thinking, okay, good. Let's wrap this up. I was still my, whatever I said, four out of 10 chances. So I'm still thinking 40, 60, right? Like I'm not, I'm not hyped yet at this time. Um, I'm not I'm not really thinking anything crazy yet. I have my wits and my emotions are in check. Okay. It starts about an hour later. And remember, we had uh, heard reports about the Blue Jays using Yusei Kikuchi in the recruitment process to try to get um, Shohei Otani here and whatnot, right? Well, about an hour later, rumor comes out about this. Source, Yusei Kikuchi reserves an upscale sushi restaurant near Rogers Center for tonight. Reservations we made for 50 plus people. Make of it what you will. This happened, this reservation was set to happen two hours after the plane was allegedly supposed to land in Toronto. So people then thought, oh my goodness, Yusei Kikuchi built a restaurant. Shohei Otani is coming to Toronto and signing a contract. This Clarence Frazier guy, Riley, I don't know if you know him. He's an opera singer. I, I, I don't really know much more than that, but yeah, apparently some opera singer got word of this and uh, Yusei Kikuchi's wife, Rumi, actually posted an Instagram live right around this time of day that proved 
Kikuchi and him were in Toronto. So there was some smoke here. But then there's more, Riley. Carlo Koliakovo, a former Toronto Maple Leafs player who now does TSN 1050, saw this and says, look, I hope your source isn't me who shared the news on his radio station that morning because somebody texted into our show this morning saying that, that you say Kikuchi had a dinner reservation. And they kind of took it and ran with it. So this might not have been anything here, but this was obviously being taken forward. And um, hey, people thought, it makes a lot of sense. If Shohei Otani is coming to Toronto, maybe they get the sushi restaurant going. And I don't know. So when you saw this, Riley, what were you thinking next? Um, a little bit, a little bit more. I'm excited. I actually, at this time, did not see Carlo Coliacolo's reply, um, but I was aware of the, you know, the sushi dinner um, for 50 plus people, and I thought, okay, like I, there were, I'm starting. The little hamster in my head starting to, you know, spin the wheel and, and the mm-hmm. cogs are starting to move. And I'm thinking, okay, like, what is happening? Like, this is out of the ordinary. This is very out of the ordinary. And and the day got weirder, Jesse, as you know. More stuff kind of said, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you can be, like, and there's conspiracy theories on this whole, Jesse. I'm just going to let you address the next part of the story um, because I think I know what you're getting into. Like, you'll break it down. And there's a couple other things because it just gets a little bit weirder uh, from here and way too coincidental. It gets a little wild. Um, Before we get to the real big bombshells that happened, there was another thing here that happened here. Um, 11.26 a.m., Pablo Torre said on his podcast, there was a rumor about Shohei Otani's dog. And the rumor is he wouldn't share the name of his dog because it had something to do with um, with the next team he was going to pick here, right? So there were people going through and they thought, what if his dog's name is Ace? What if it's Dodger? You know, what if it's whatever it could be? So people on the internet spent a large time here trying to figure out what in the world the name of Shohei Otani's dog was. I'm, I'm sure this is nothing, but people were starting to get crazy at this point. This is how you knew Blue Jays fans were getting riled up and getting a little wild. But then, Riley, the big thing happened. 1.53 a.m., a tweet came out or an article came out from Dodgers Nation by J.P. Hoonstra that basically said, quote, Shohei Otani is set to sign with the Toronto Blue Jays over the Los Angeles Dodgers. First, people thought this was a fake report. People looked up J.P. Hoonstra. He is a BBWAA member. He is someone who votes for the Hall of Fame. This guy is a credible thing. This guy has broken news in the past. And if you look through his article, it basically said, yep, the Blue Jays and uh, the team have a verbal agreement. He has chosen the Blue Jays. Things are happening here. So, Riley, that's when things started to get a little crazy, that people were really going like, okay, stuff is happening here. There might be an official agreement about Shohei Otani, and that could then explain what's going on on the plane. So, at this point, Riley, when this article dropped, what were you thinking? So, at this point, Jesse, this this to me is is real. I'm waiting for – I'm like, okay, like st- stuff is still pending, like some paperwork. I'm like, at this point, when you see something like that, you're like, okay, like I'm seeing this and I'm believing that he's a Toronto Blue Jay, right? But I haven't seen officially like that he's yes. a Blue Jay. So that's where things get a little weird. And I'm like, okay, with a contract that he's about to sign, because we didn't know years and the dollar value at this point. I'm like, maybe they're just working some stuff out, right? Like I'm I'm at this is the most optimistic I was at any point mm-hmm. during this whole debacle um when this happened. Because why would what you know, don't believe everything you read on the internet, obviously. That's a good takeaway from from this. But at the same time, too, <laughs> Jesse, like a lot of people bought into this, myself included. People and, were sharing this all over uh, socials, like, and and I mean, there was just too it was too broad, and no one was really shutting it down at this point. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, mm-hmm. 
I had no other reason to, I had no reason to believe it wasn't the truth. There was no, like, I'm sure if I dug deep enough into, you know, people and remarks and comments and whatever, I'm sure I could have found some disputers, but there was just way too many people who, who were buying into this, like I said, myself included, and we just ran with it. This is where it all starts to make sense, right? What if it is Shohei Otani on that plane? What if he is coming to sign a contract? What if he does have dinner reservations with Yusei Kikuchi at 6 p.m. at this restaurant? After we saw that report from J.P. Hoonstra, then things started to make a lot of sense. Um, we then got this next, Riley, and this was from Alden Gonzalez, an Angels reporter who said, look, Shohei Otani has not made a decision yet. This was at 2.09 p.m. But then he goes on to say, well, that ultimately won't say it won't be happening, but his understanding is that decision has yet not been made. So sure, maybe it's because he hasn't officially signed the contract, right? But this did put a little bit of cold water. So things were getting mellow, right? And um, we didn't really know what was happening here, Riley. But then the thing that really got me into this, that I really thought this was going to be happening, was this next one. And um, I'm sitting at home here, and this is a, this is Sportsnet. Right, the people who own Rogers, the people who are about to give Shohei Otani a thing, just made a programming change to their TV network from um, Born and Kiprios or whatever it was, the hockey people, to put on Blair and Barker in December at 5 p.m. A lot of people I was thinking is like, if you are going to break the news, if Shohei Otani is in Toronto and he is about to break the news that he is signing with the team, wouldn't you want your baseball people on the air on TV to talk about it? It was at this moment, Riley, where I was like, holy crap, stuff is happening. Shit is going down. This is really, really feels real, Riley. So, um, yeah. What are your thoughts here? So, we at this point, um, you know, Kyle and Isaac are into the – we can implement yeah, them. Our group our chat's story. going nuts. Our group chat's going nuts. So, Buds and Blue Jays group chat. Because we're trying to figure this out. Because at this point, we've, we've collected whatever information we've had throughout the day. And we're all – all four of us are going, okay, like, we're turning our TVs on here shortly and mm -hmm. it's going to be official. Like that's to me, that's what's going on here. You hear that? Like uh, that is too, that is too convenient. Like, yeah, it's got to be our guys breaking it. Like that's, that's a big event. Like you want that televised. He's going to do the handshake to put on the Jersey thing. Like we're yeah, all, or he comes off the plane wearing a blue Jays Jersey, right? Or whatever. Like at this point, like, yeah, it's still a reality TV show face thing and again the internet's twitter's going nuts there's tons of different things being said all around uh, the platform and we still uh believe that shohei is on the plane you know gonna land within the hour or 45 minutes whatever it was at this point they were getting they're getting a room to, to set up for the mm -hmm. uh, interview yeah. They're, yeah. The, they're gonna have their panel and then they're gonna bring us live to the coverage wherever they're at and it's gonna be huge it's it's gonna be it's crazy crazy baseball you know um a, a craziest baseball event of the past little while in, in MLB history especially in December um and yeah I, I was buying into the fact that I'm gonna watch this unfold on television I, mm -hmm. again had really not done our fact checks yet and kind of just anticipating anticipating waiting for that plane to land right at this point there was no official announcement yet like Passon hadn't tweeted anything rosenthal hadn't in fact i think uh, at this time ken rosenthal was tweeting that um yeah the red sox just made a trade for a minor outfielder <laughs> and we're like okay sure right and all that stuff is going on um but then riley the 
bombshell. Oh, sorry. At this point, too, there was even a fake uh, press conference. There was rumors going around that the Jays were going to have a press conference at 6 p.m., which ultimately wasn't true either. But then, Riley, we got verification, and this was the big one that really got stuff going, Riley. We got a report from J.P. Morosi that said, sources, Shohei Otani is en route to Toronto. He is on that plane. A representative of his agency would not comment when asked about his travel plans, but he said he was on his way to Toronto. So, Riley, at this point, we're going nuts. We're like, because at this point, he does not come to Toronto. He does not clear customs unless he is signing a contract with the Toronto Blue Jays. It was at this point, Riley, where we were dead certain that Shohei Otani was going to be a Toronto Blue Jay. I, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, he's again, he's not coming to Toronto for any other reason. He's 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 gonna get ma- maimed if he walks out of there, announces he's a Dodger, and goes. He, he won't make it that plane with all his limbs still intact, kind of thing. Like that would be crazy to do that. Like he's he's flying to Toronto to sign a contract to become a Toronto Blue Jay. That is, yeah, like that we had no other reason to believe. Like if we have confirmation that he's on an airplane, you know, and like, yeah, it's 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 all but done, you know, Jesse. Like it's all but signed on the dotted line, so to say. And um, yeah, at this at this point, we're we're still kind of waiting for the big platforms to start announcing stuff because it's all scattered at this point. All the information we're getting and collecting on Twitter and and whatever other news, it just it's it still feels very odd. Like we're buying into this, Jesse, but it doesn't mm-hmm. feel yeah, like it's, something's, something's missing, right? Something's not right. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you know, p- pinch yourself. Are we dreaming? Like it just, something was not right. And I hate to bring back these painful memories because we're still kind of, we took the day to process this and to really see how we feel about this here. But then it all came crashing down, Riley, as Bob Nightingale, out of all people, says Shohei Otani is not in Toronto. Otani is not on that flight. Otani is currently at home in Southern California. Two or three minutes later, Blue Jays reporter Ben Nicholson-Smith confirmed this exact same thing, saying Shohei Otani still is at home in California. So we had, at this point, conflicting reports here. We had the J.P. Hoonstra one saying, yep, he's going to be a Blue Jay. J.P. Morosi, who said he is on that plane. And then we have other sources claiming he is not on that plane whatsoever. At this point, I think that's when you felt the breath. Like, it... it, the breath went out of our sails. Our balloon went up in smoke. Whatever analogy you want to use here, this it kind of burst our bubble at this point here. Yeah, Jesse, at that point, I knew Shohei wasn't going to be a Blue Jay um, pretty yeah. much. Like, I thought, like, this is ba- it's going to be bad karma for us because of how the events transpired. I, I just I just had a feeling he wasn't going to sign with Toronto. Um, and, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if uh, you were going to touch on this, but there was also a thing where we, you couldn't buy Blue Jays tickets either. Yep. Um, in yep. any seats. So, I mean, there was just, there was a lot of weird happenings that kind of le- led everyone to believe like, Hey, like something, something is happening on the blue Jays business side of things. And like, we are in preparation to sign Otani, like the preparation for set. Yeah. Yes. It's, sorry. Yes. You go, Jesse. Yeah. Ticketmaster went down. You couldn't make a bet on which team, like the sports books took down the Otani stuff off of their board, which made you think something was coming. We had a photo of Drake, Toronto icon, um, posting up a story of him in an Otani jersey. Max Domi of the Maple Leafs is saying Otani stuff. We're getting fake airport videos of Shohei Otani showing up into airports. Our friend of the show, Kyle Gould, even said he knows somebody in the Blue Jays PR department who's running around. They've been very busy and there's a lot of stuff going on there behind the scenes. Everything is screaming that, holy shit, something is happening here. And ultimately, it got shut down 
on those nights. Um, I left. I went to work that night, um, confused and weird, and um, I didn't know how to feel. I even ate sushi and wore my Kikuchi jersey all day that day because I thought he was going to be the idol of the day. Um, didn't end up happening. And we get a tweet from um, John Morosi later that night around 1130, and he hasn't tweeted since this time, by the way, that basically just said, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. It won't happen again. I'll be better. Something along the lines of that. So uh, made for a roller coaster of a night, Riley. I mean, just, yeah, it's, it will definitely get you. It spiked my you know, my interest level and my buy into the whole thing. Cause if this doesn't happen, I'm less surprised, but basically when this whole thing was kind of over and done with, um, you know, the night of, I won't, I basically kind of spent the first couple hours of my day believing Shohei Otani was going to be a blue Jay. And then by the time I went to bed, um, I had come to terms with, we are probably not going to sign Shohei Otani. He's probably going to end up being a Los Angeles Dodger. And that's, that's over the course of, let's say six, seven, eight hours, whatever it is, like your mood changes uh, basically from what you're reading and what stage of the, of the day uh, it was. And um, you know, it, it wasn't him on the plane at all. And basically Shohei said, and for that reason, I'm out. Yeah. And uh, the guy on the plane, we should mention, by the way, was um, it was Peter. It was uh, uh, Robert, Robert Herjevich, who you might know. He was on Dragon's Den for a long time and he does the American one Shark Tank. Big businessman who was actually the person on that flight. So it was just a random rich guy, if you will. Um, more on him a little later. He was the one coming up there. CBC sent reporters there. Uh, I think Shai Davidi was on his way through downtown traffic on his way to the airport to go see if it was indeed Shohei Otani. Um, we get an article later that night from Shai Davidi. <laughs> Sounds like he was annoyed and he was pissed off, but he basically told the fans, look, don't believe everything you say. I have my gripes on this, Riley, because Sportsnet themselves retweeted the JP Morosi tweet about a decision is imminent and that he's on the plane. JP Morosi has been on Sportsnet multiple times. And here is Shai Davidi, a writer, basically saying, yeah, don't trust these people. JP Morosi was on Blue Jay Central quite often throughout the course of the year and all this stuff. I was very annoyed about that Shai Davidi article. I wrote a nice tweet about it. You can check it out there on uh, Twitter or X, if you will, and find it all there. But yeah, um, wild night for sure before he ended up uh, picking the Dodgers. Yep. And then, and you know, just in in the yesterday's fashion, he goes out and he signs with the Los Angeles the Dodgers. Dodgers for a years, ground, so. groundbreaking amount of money. I, I wouldn't even call it groundbreaking because no one's going to no. There's a good possibility. No one touches that ground again. Like this is Shohei Otani's kind of whatever contract for, um, you know, he's locked in. This is, this is going to set him up for life. He won't have to do anything after his MLB career. Um, he's a smart guy. He knew what he was worth and he, he got paid. He, he got paid Jesse in, in a big way. $700 million is more than Mike Trout made. It's more than the whole Arizona Coyotes franchise. It is more than the payroll of five AL central teams combined. Um, it is more than any athlete has ever received ever. Like Lionel Messi had the next biggest contract at $565 million. Otani's contract beats that. It is absolutely insane. Um, news came out, um, Shohei Otani himself broke it on Instagram that he was signing with the Dodgers. Cause of course it should be Shohei Otani himself announcing this. And look, that's where he wanted to be all along, right? I think he was just using the Jays, I guess, as a ploy to get the dollars that he wanted. I have a theory, and I can go into that a little more, Riley, but 
this is always how it seemed to be, right? That Otani would end up a Dodger. This, I mean, you can go back and forth, Jesse. Like, if he had this is again, he did not sign with Toronto. He's not a Blue Jay. If he did sign with us, I mean, I, I feel like he would have paved out a pretty, pretty good career. That he's already had a great career. He's going, to, he's going to an uh, already very established and successful franchise in the in the state of the current team that the Dodgers is. I think he's going to fit in fine with them. And I mean, they're going to win a lot of baseball games. There's some veterans. That's a mm-hmm. team that knows Shohei wants to win. I know the Blue Jays are good in a young team in that, but there are winners over there in LA. Yeah. Mookie Betts is a winner. Freddie Freeman is a winner. The Blue Jays, we don't win. And I haven't won I, a playoff game since 2016. Yeah, I'm sure Otani looks at that. I get that. Like, I like he's he's gonna make whatever team better. Like, if he wants to win championships, then he he set himself up to win multiple championships. If I know that there's an expiration date on the Dodgers core players, but it's not this year. It's not yeah. they're they're not gonna expire this year, or maybe or they won't expire this year, next year, whatever. Like he's going to add a lot of success and to an already very successful ball club. And at the end of the day, there is no right or wrong decision. He was an LA angel his entire career since coming to North America. Like he doesn't have to change a whole lot about what he's, what he's doing. He's established in Los Angeles. He's basically just playing for the national league team in in yeah. Los Angeles and, and whatever. Like he's he's still playing baseball. He's gonna play baseball. He's gonna play all 10 years of that contract. I can see it, whether it's all with the Dodgers or whatever we get. That's gonna be a hard contract to relinquish if it does go south. Whole other discussion. I'm sure we'll get into that at some point, but um Shohei was the best player, has been the best available free agent in all of baseball history. You could say in a lot of ways, he's not going to pitch next year, but I don't think it matters. He's going to do a lot with the bat. And then I do hope that the year off from pitching doesn't really set him back. Cause he is a fantastic athlete. And I still want to see him be good because I mean, he has a good chance of, of becoming a hall of famer and, and setting really high single season marks for the rest of his career. And I'm sure he will do just that. Yeah, and if it's not Toronto, I mean, the Dodgers isn't a terrible place to go for the Blue Jays. We play them once a season. That's it, right? We can make this work. And look, I think Shohei Otani probably saw the Dodgers have a top five farm system. The Blue Jays are in the mid-20s in farm system. If he wants sustained success, I'd choose the team that has the better farm system coming up, the team that has the better talent right now, right? I'd do that. Um, But can I share my conspiracy theory, Riley, to what I think really happened here? with uh, Otani and the whole fiasco that happened on Friday. Yeah. I, I mean, I am, I am someone who will bite a conspiracy theory if I, <laughs> I but I, Jesse, we're on this. We're on the, a lot on the same page here, Jesse, tell our viewers, tell our listeners what's on your mind, because I'm okay. sure they've either heard it or they haven't. And it's not ridiculous. It really is. not so- so I think Shohei's first choice, as we mentioned, was always to go to the Dodgers. It makes sense. He doesn't have to move, right? His media can stay there. His interpreter doesn't have to move. It's better for the people in Japan to watch him on the West Coast. All that stuff is true. I do think he wanted to go to LA Dodgers. But the Jays did have some real interest in Shohei Otani. And I do think 
Shohei Otani also had real interest with the Blue Jays. I have a very unconfirmed report that said the Jays and Otani had a verbal agreement somewhere around the 10 to 12 years and about $565 million. That is very unconfirmed. I do not know if that's true or not, but that's just something I heard on the grapevine. So maybe the Blue Jays thought they were getting to a verbal agreement. I don't know. I think somebody out of um, Otani's camp, whether it was his agency or somebody in there, leaked to J.P. Hoonstra and to J.P. Morosi that he was on that plane and that he was going to Toronto. So, of course, John Morosi is going to take that information, tweet it out, do all that. Hoonstra is going to make the article to put that out there. think, yep, Otani's got this agreement in Toronto. Um, the Dodgers found out about this, and although they had their skepticism, they weren't sure either. They panicked, and there was a report from a Tom Verducci article that said the Dodgers several executives got into a meeting on Friday night that caused a lot of angst and doubt for the Dodgers people. Um, and I think when they found out about this, they had to up their agreement, and that's where they settled on the $700 million and ultimately gave Shohei Otani the deal he can't refuse. And the part of the reason why I think this is a conspiracy, Riley, and I think this might have been planned by the CAA group and the agency, is that Robert Herjavich, the man who was on that plane from L.A. to Toronto, his agency is CAA is the CAA agency, which is the exact same agency that was working the Shohei Otani case here, the one that was trying to get him the most money. So you can make the argument here that they knew Robert, a Canadian was in LA at the time. If they sent him on an unmarked plane and leak it out here, that all this stuff, it could get the Dodgers scared that they could get a real money and they could ultimately get more money for Otani and everything he needs here. And that's, I don't know if it's true. You can call me crazy for thinking that, but I think there is some real smoke here of that. This was all planned by Shohei Otani's agency to kind of leverage the Toronto Blue Jays to get more money out of the Los Angeles Dodgers, which is ultimately what happened. Jesse, I mean, it's not, it's really not crazy. It's not, it's, yeah, you can call it a little bit of a stretch, but at the end of the day, business is played in a crooked, shrewd way. It is. And yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, I maybe don't believe it word for word, but if you really look at it on, at a big picture scale, um, and it, it makes sense. I mean, they're trying to, they're trying to get him paid and they, they got him paid this if whether it was a ploy or whatever, like the, this worked out the best for Shohei Otani's side. And I think it's going to work out equally as good for the Los Angeles Dodgers and their organization. Like you really can't, you can lose. Uh, we're not going to, that could lose for both sides, but right. As it looks now, it's a very, it's a lot of money, but it's a very smart looking 10 um, year plan. Yeah, and there's always risk when you are paying someone a massive contract, especially someone who's going through two Tommy John surgeries, especially giving that much money to someone. Like, you're guaranteed you're not going to be under the luxury tax for the whole time he is under contract. So, look, there was risk, and the Blue Jays did avoid a lot of risk here. But, Riley, I kind of want to talk about what comes next now for the Toronto Blue Jays because we've spent a lot of our resources, a lot of our energy wooing um, Shohei Otani, and ultimately he didn't go here. We are now into early to mid-December, Riley, and we still haven't added... We re-signed Chad Green. That's been the only thing we've really done so far. And uh, look, the Blue Jays need to shift gears quick. We just lost out on Juan Soto, who we thought was our backup plan, because the Padres moved on. They wanted to move now. They traded him the Yankees before Otani made his decision. So, Riley, like, what comes next for the Blue Jays? I mean, there's still... Uh, like we I like to talk about recipes, that being ball clubs and the 26 guys they choose to dress for the game. I mean, there's still decent 
players available. Yes, their names aren't Shohei Otani, but this is where we need to jump on this, Jesse. And we're going to talk about this Thursday, um, yeah. like the exact players. But we, we were going to sink money into Shohei Otani. The Jays' management and ownership, we showed our hands. Like, okay, so what the hell are we going to do with the money then? Like, are we just going to give up? Like, are we just going to fold? No, like yeah. we can Because you, still... you can't go after Shohei Otani with no, all this money and say like, okay, look. we're going to be cheap now. Yeah, absolutely No, not. you can't. Like, the, the, we, because we were in the sweepstakes, we the, the management, the owners, like we've showed our, they've tipped their hand and we know that there's money to be spent. Yeah, and other teams not... and agents know this though too, right? Like they know now the Jays are going to be desperate. Yeah, it, it's a, it is desperation, but I mean, hey, like, if we 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 can add very good players available, there are, a, I mean, again, there's good hitters available. We want to get good hitters, maybe a complimentary starting pitcher to go with the uh, rotation we already have, like whatever. We can sign guys who are everyday players, uh, a DH, a third baseman, another outfielder. Like, are possible? Like, we need to do this. We this is where we need to sink our money in. We need three ball players that are going to impact this team in a big way that I'm not, not going to say are equal to or whatever with Shohei Otani because it's hard to value three players that don't pitch up against Shohei Otani who does pitch mm-hmm. because it just it's hard to c- compare and contrast um as far as the money you can spend you you will not you could try your absolute hardest in free agency to spend the money for Shohei on available free agents, but that won't happen. There's no, there's no worth like that. So we are saving money, like in, in a way, but um, on on not signing Otani. But there's, we basically we got to go after the biggest names that are available on the market um, that we think are going to be positive pieces for for this lineup. I'm talking position players, and I will, like I, I like I will if there's a race to sign Reese Hoskins. If there is a <laughs> If there is a bidding war for Reese Hoskins, I want the Jays to go for that. If there is sure. one for Jorge Soler, same thing. Jock Peterson, like we, you, we have the money. Rogers was going to spend the money, and we're not going to give up just because we didn't get Soto because we didn't get Otani. We need to still, uh, you know, put our 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 minds together and think of okay, how are we go- still going to improve this team? We don't just give up, Jesse. We need. Mm-hmm to basically put the pedal to the metal this off season and, and look on and say, okay, 2024 is going to be a success year and we're not going to hang our heads. We're going to go after good available players. And yes, we can still make trades in this and that, like there's still plenty of options. And just because we didn't sign Shohei Otani, it is not the end of the world. Look, I do not want Cody Bellinger. I do not want him for the money he's going to ask for. It. None of that. I can't watch Matt Chapman just look at fastballs down the middle, pop them up, and just have awful at-bats. I get the defense is good. I get the defense is good for Bellinger. I can't watch that. And then if our top prize is like, unless we decide to zig where everyone's zagging and just put together the best pitchers ever and sign Yamamoto out of Japan, or maybe we sign Josh Hader, or I, I don't know, maybe we sign Blake Snell, for goodness sake, like, I don't know, man. I really think it's going to be tough, but we'll get more into what the Blue Jays do next roster-wise. We'll get into that on Thursday as we go on. Riley, I just want to spit out some names here, and this is over the last three off-seasons. These are all players that have either been, quote, the Blue Jays are favorites to land, or some reports actually said the Blue Jays had land them and we had missed out on. And this is going back just three years, Riley. Michael Brantley, Freddie Freeman, 
Corey Seager, Jose Ramirez, and now this offseason, Juan Soto and Shohei Otani. The Blue Jays did not get any of those names. And even if you go back a few years, Andrew Heaney was one of them. Garrett Cole was one of them. And even going back to Hugh Darvish way back when he was posted, um, the Blue Jays were quote-unquote runners-up to do that, Riley. And it's just, we're fishing. We've got our rod in the water, but we just can't reel in the big one. And uh, ultimately, look, we've said it several times before, the Blue Jays really have until 2026 with this current core to win a World Series. And I don't know about you, but my my thoughts and my belief on that happening by the end of 2026 is significantly lower today than it was two days ago. Jesse, those are some big, big names. Uh, yeah. A lot of those guys are already winners. A lot of those guys have our top three in MVP voting at times in their career. Like, yeah, we've, we've missed out and we don't know what our team and what our results to a season would have been with them. Cause we haven't gone down that road and we have, Basically, you know, not shot herself in the in the foot about it, but I mean, I don't know what we're missing because we've seemed to finish runner up in these, you know, trying to get these players and we miss out on these players. So I don't know what's going on, whether Toronto's not a good market to play in for ball players. Like I don't know if I'm seeing the whole picture correctly, but I mean we're very close. Yeah. And do like we Sorry, there's a lot of fine tuning and work to do, Jesse. But I mean, like we we are so close to taking the next step. Those players would have possibly got us to the next step. But honestly, we don't know what our life our, our life what our results would have been if we had them. But I mean, hey, there's still there are still players available that are going to make us better. And I'm I'm fully invested into this offseason. and the in the management side should be too on making the team better and going after big and high impact players. I guarantee you if the Blue Jays signed at least one of those six players, Riley, we have at least won a playoff game between now and then. So uh, that's kind of where we stand right now. Look, the only other thing I have to add, the Dodgers come to Toronto last week of April, the 26th through the 28th of April. Shohei Otani and the boys will be back here. We can watch them. That's all I got, man. It hurts. I, I feel like... Uh, I feel like a kid who just got his candy stolen from him, you know, and it was going to be the coolest candy. Or I feel like you're the nerdy kid who finally got a date with the, with the beautiful blonde, right? The prom queen or whatever. And then she tells you the morning of prom, she's going with the quarterback instead. And it's, uh, that's kind of where it feels and where my heart is right now. Yeah. I, I totally get, get those analogies. Although I was the quarterback, Jesse, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> of course you are Riley. It's uh, well, <laughs> Like, yeah, not the quarterback, but whatever, insert other whatever position. We didn't have a football team, but I mean, Jesse, it, it, it does, it does sting. And I told you this to begin with, and I'm no way your therapist. You do not need therapy over this. Everything's going to be okay. Oh, of course. It's just sports. He, yep. he is, he might be the best player, but there is no end all be all. Baseball is played with nine guys on the field and 26 guys in the clubhouse. There's a lot of different ways we can go. And it's time to basically buck up if you're a Blue Jays fan and strap in. Have faith that we will return in 2024 and be a better ball club. I am sure that we will make the transactions necessary to do that. I hope. Or there's gonna be there's gonna be uproar. There's gonna be backlash because we didn't sign Otani. We didn't win that sweepstakes. We didn't end up coming away with with Juan Soto. Like I, I still am. I'm still counting on 
management to do their job in making this a winning ball club. And if they don't, they failed us. And then you can, then you can throw stuff and complain, but um, it's not as of right now, it's totally not the end of the world. And we can go yeah, a lot December of December 10th. We still have time, right? Yeah. 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 So we will see lots more to go. We're going to be back on Thursday to discuss more about what we do now, what our pivot plans are, where we should send our money, what we should do. But guys, leave a comment down below. Um, let us know. How do you feel about Shohei Otani officially uh, becoming a Dodger? How are you during your reactions on Friday? Were you buying the hype or did you see it all along? Did you see this ruse coming and all this stuff? Um, let us know down below. Please leave us a follow. Like us on, uh, on Twitter, Instagram. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel. Our subscribers counts are growing. We want to make sure that number keeps rising as we get closer into the season here and all that good stuff uh riley that's it any closing thoughts on shohei otani hopefully we have some good stuff to talk about thursday and we, we, we amen we're looking, we're looking to hey we're looking to improve this ball club yeah jesse it sucks it's really not, it's not the end of the world but i mean we have to have faith here right but that's that we're going to come out you know pretty hot next year and have a good ball club in the in a winning mindset uh and just a reminder, we're in the American League East. Shohei's playing in the National League West. It is the farthest yeah. apart of any of the divisions. So, I mean, take it for what it's worth. You still play every team in the schedule now, but it's going to be okay, Jesse. As of right now, things are going to be okay. Thank you, Riley. I think that's what me and Blue Jays fans around the world needed to hear. So, you heard it here first. It's going to be okay, guys. We'll be all right. We'll see you guys on Thursday to talk again next. Until then. Let's go Blue Jays.